Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Takes from the Lakes podcast. I am James, and I'm joined by Nash. Uh, we had a couple topics to uh, go through today, but Nash, how are you doing today? Doing great. Unfortunately, this is kind of the dead zone of the sports, like the sporting world. I mean, after college basketball and the NBA is one, but, you know, I, I enjoy baseball, but... 162 games in the season, just finished the All-Star break before the trade deadline. There's not a whole lot to talk about, so we're giving, bringing you some rankings today to go mm. along with what little news we have to discuss. Yeah. Um, but, um, and wait, Nash, did potentially you, a new segment. Yeah. Did you look up the keep trade cut? Did you look up the keep, keep yeah. trade cut? Okay, you did. Okay. Yeah, but we're doing, we're doing that after our news. Yeah, no, I was just double checking because I forgot about it. But, oh. um, yeah, I so. Prepared, uh, James. Yeah, okay. We, we both do. All right. <laughs> but, Nash, uh, I'm kind of surprised you're wearing that jersey. It's a uh, Tyree Kill jersey. I know. It kind of hurts. Yeah, I'm it like, because you hate him now, don't you? Well, he's. No. He. You, I think he's the reason we beat the Niners in yeah. the Super Bowl. But, like, at the same time, it's tough because he's a psychopath. And, like, saying <laughs> all admitting. these things, like, saying all these things, like, Tua is more accurate than, like, stop it, bro. Like, I know, like, what are you supposed to say? But just say yeah. no comment. Like, okay, well, that would know. be, that would, that would be also really bad if you said, can you imagine who's better, Tua or your old QB? No comment. <laughs> that's not gonna everyone's gonna be like oh he's trashing to uh blah 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 so i I, uh, think I mean i don't care it's so stupid i guess i guess you should have said like oh both these guys are special in their own ways blah 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 they're good in you know their respective <laughs> aspect but um yeah i mean i don't know what to say but also he has a history yeah i've never liked harry kill so i i like them less. well i guess i like them i still don't like them much but i like them less than he's on the chiefs just because you know the chiefs for god's sake but um yeah, I think we should just hop right into it. Uh at first we are starting with the new news that is going around the NFL. Deshaun Watson is suspended for six games, not the whole season, not eight games, not ten games, not four, six games. The NFL has like I think three days to like appeal it and then maybe get um like change it or something like that. But I'm pretty sure it's just about a set in stone. I don't think it's gonna be changed, but um, what are your thoughts on the, the six-game suspension for Mr. Watson, Nash? I mean, for the game of football, I like it. Mm. You know, it's you know you want to see a talented guy like that back on the field. Yeah, and good for the good for the views. The, it's uh, good yeah. for the game, but at the same time, it's bad for the players. I think. And bad for the like, overall like. How do you how do you justify? And we don't have to get too into specifics. Yeah. This is a family-friendly podcast, but he did terrible things. Like, hmm. he is not a good person. And, you know, it's it's hard to see guys like Calvin Ridley, who I think genuinely just made a mistake. Yeah. Get suspended for the whole season. Yeah. And Deshaun Watson doing nefarious deeds, like, <laughs> only six games. I mean, I, yeah. I guess they didn't, like, charge him criminally, so there's only so much they can do. The civil like, lawsuit, yeah. I mean, they settled, settled the civil lawsuits with settlements, yeah. He hasn't yeah. been fined, though. Yeah. Which is nuts to me. And but he, he won't be, time, I'm pretty sure. At the same time, like, 
as horrible as it is, I'm very excited to see him back on the field. So it's yeah. it's tough. It's tough. Are you gonna be rooting? You know? You're not gonna be rooting for no, him though. Of course not. Yeah, no. Of course mm-hmm. not. But it's like you just want to see good football, yeah. and so I think. You know, I get where it's coming from, and I, if I'm a Browns fan, I'm ecstatic. Well, no, but it just depends. from a purely football perspective, blackout the off the field yeah, issues. It's, it's so <laughs> tough, but you know, it is shocking. You know yeah. that the the punishment and suspension policy in the NFL seems so twisted. You know, Josh Gordon getting 25 plus games suspension, or yeah. You know, and I mean, how many games? Yeah, Big Ben got six games for one incident of you know his shenanigans off the field, um, you know, many years ago. But yeah, it's not not really a great look overall for the NFL. And obviously, we don't know exactly what happened, but you can. Well, kind and of I guess. mean, and the NFL has a uh, kind of a track record. I mean, Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Well, he did his in college, but yeah, um, well, it's just yeah, he did. You're right. Yeah, it's just kind of a hard thing, like. I find I find I was thinking about today. I find the fact that they suspended Brady four games compared to the Sean Watson six games is just hilarious, dude. Like it's well, he like, cheated. I mean, cheated. you don't know the specifics, and he did. He's a cheater. But... He should have been kicked out of the league indefinitely. <laughs> well, either way, you can suspend Brady with for... ruining the integrity you can of sus- the game. Suspend suspend Brady for ten games, and he'll still win the Super Bowl like he did in twenty sixteen. So, um, but um, yeah, Be I just quiet. thought that was kind of funny. But I was even better how he won the Super Bowl, but. You know, Roger Goodell, oh. horrible, horrible commissioner. Um, I actually have a flag in my room that is like Roger Goodell with a clown like nose on it. Dude, it's so Roger funny. Goodell is the worst NFL commissioner we could have. I mean, the he's worst just commissioner terrible. of sport. Oh, that Rob Manfred, MLB commissioner, is pretty bad, but no, I mean, yeah, but he's really bad. But they're Adam both, Silver's I think, Roger Goodell. Adam Silver is awesome. I think, I, love we should, I think we should just like understand how great Adam Silver is. Yeah, Adam Silver is awesome. Um, just like in general, off the off the field stuff, I feel like he's funky looking, dude. I I can't look at him for more than a few seconds without feeling something. Bro. But you know, <laughs> but he's oh a great gosh. commissioner. Oh, um, no, he is great guy. And Roger Goodell is just like that, horrible. Man. Like yeah, honestly, Roger, you know. what did John like... Gruden say about him? Oh, I no. think we can't say it on this podcast. Yeah, but I, I agree with him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, not. I've never, I've never been a fan of Roger Goodell, and that the whole Tom Brady incident made it even worse. Yeah, and it was that, awesome how he was preventing, yeah. presenting the Lombardi Trophy on the stage while everyone's booing him and stuff. Just and while they're like, "Yeah, I suspended him, and we, mm. they still won the Super Bowl." So, um, yeah, yeah, but but uh, yeah, the, a, he just doesn't handle these incidents very well. No, I mean to be how. fair, I mean he's not the guy handling it, but he's the guy that's represented. As you know, kind of I the mean, symbol of whatever like, issues like, the NFL makes, he gets to take blame, and I don't, I don't feel bad about it. It's like that. it's like Ronnie it's, with two K. Like Ronnie doesn't do anything; he just gets blamed for everything because he's like the symbol of two K. <laughs> well, okay, here's the problem: he promotes a game that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, so not as like, bad as Madden. So, Madden has to be the worst, dude. Madden, oh my, dude, oh my, Madden's the new so Madden. Bad. I'm so upset because the new Madden it looks so fun. And I know it's going to be it. horrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, did they fix franchise gonna, mode, though? I know I'm. it's still going to be so bad. Who's, who's, like, the, uh, who's the cover athlete? Did they announce it yet? It's uh, John Madden. Oh, yeah, of course. I forgot. That's right. That's cool. That's cool. But that's the one thing they can get right. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, it's also really rest annoying. Rest in peace, how, by the way. Yeah, rest also, in peace, John Also, rest in peace, Bill Russell. 
Rest, yeah, rest wow. in peace, Bill Russell. That's so thing. sad. I, you know, he, I talk about a guy who, like, mm-hmm. did a lot. I mean, a lot of retirement, too. Yeah. He, yeah, like, that man lived a playing, cool life. Playing back in the day in Boston, you know. Nah, Nobody I mean, cares about where he played or won his championships. Yeah. He's a janitor merchant, but uh, rest okay. in, I mean, Bill Russell honestly, would still cook, dude. In yeah, today's dude. yeah. Bill he would Russell, still cook. Bill Russell, he'd still be really good for sure. Player of all time, mm-hmm. easily leads the leads the NBA in championships won. I mean, he won eight tit- straight. A titan of modern basketball, like yeah. I mean, just so that was that was sad, sad news. Mm-hmm. But yeah. with all eleven championships, games, just insane, dude. We'll hope he can uh, rest well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I I want to see the uh maybe the Celtics will have like a little little patch in their jersey or something this year. Which be pretty cool. Yeah. But I know they had yeah, one for Casey Jones, was it? I think. Yeah, it was Casey Jones. I want to say it was Casey Jones this year, but um, yeah. So, um, yeah, that that's just cool. kind of that was supposed to just be about Deshaun Watson to kind of morph into a more general conversation of the world in sports. So um, yeah. I think we should go in on go on and move on to the next segment, Nash. The keep trade cut. Oh yes, keep trade cut. Now better be good. We're working on. We have something in the works for some potentially two new unique segments that we hope could be really cool, really fun. But because we're still working on those, something that you might see a lot if you listen to other sports podcasts is keep trade cut. Which is basically just a one. ranking of three players. Yeah. You're just ranking three players one to three, who you like the most, who you like the least, and well, the person. Yeah, and know. it's you're you're implying that if you had to keep one trade, one cut, one, you would do or, that. Or or you could do you could call it start bench cut. Yeah. But it's the same it's the same premise. You're Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll call our start bench cut because we're okay. doing NBA for the first time. Right. You're not you're NBA. not getting rid of two. So yeah. We've got Jalen Brown, mm-hmm. Bradley Beal, yeah, and Donovan Mitchell. Jalen Brown, Bradley Beal, and Donovan Mitchell. All right. I'll let you go first. Okay. Who, who are you starting? I'm starting. I'm starting Donovan Mitchell. I think it, that's that's pretty easy for me. I um, I wholeheartedly agree. I'm starting Donovan Mitchell, benching Jalen Brown, and a and I'm cutting. Brad Beal. Brad Beal had did not have a good year last year and he still got the bag, which is good for him, but it's did kinda, he average like thirty a game? That was two years ago. Last yeah. year, um last year he averaged let's see. Where is it on bet? Okay, it's over there. Last year he averaged twenty three on forty five from the field. Like he went thirty and twenty twenty twenty. Thirty one points per game. Thirty in twenty twenty, thirty one in twenty twenty one, and twenty three in twenty twenty two. For, we're talking about if we were having these players next year, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I think he's he's not gonna sustain the high points game. He, he's old. He's what I want to say. He's thirty. Um. Yeah. Or he's gonna be twenty nine next year. I do not. I think Bradley Beal might be a little bit on the decline. Not nearly as much as yeah. some people might think. But I would easily easily start Donovan Mitchell. Um. Bench Jalen Brown. Both of them are really good players. But I think it's I think it's pretty easily Donovan Mitchell. And then I would um. I would cut Brad Beal, but still, all three. Yeah, players. I mean, it's hard because like Donovan Mitchell really hasn't had playoff success. 
really hasn't played. To be all fair, that he well. did go absolutely crazy in the bubble, like crazy, crazy. But he did blow a three-one lead. Yeah, the bubble is like. The bubble is genuine basketball. The bubble, the bubble. Okay, here's the thing about COVID sports, MLB. That should be thrown out of the window. That is not real baseball. Short season, completely different. The bubble. I think the bubble, there is a little bit of changes. Like, obviously, no crowd. That's the main, pretty much the whole thing. But I still think the Lakers were the best team. And I think all the games were genuine and did show, like, you know. Yeah. I think but it they was were pretty a close. A lot though. of things were very, like, skewed. In, especially in terms of, like, player performance. Like, TJ Warren. It, it, yeah. Like, yeah. And I think it has a lot to do with, like, personality. Like, a lot of guys kind of feed off the crowd, whereas, like, yeah, certain guys don't like the hype as much. It's like you're taking a DeJounte Murray versus, like, a Trey Young. Yeah. Like, can you imagine, can you imagine Luka hitting that game winner at the Mavericks <laughs> or just in general or even on the Clippers? Like, that would have been yeah. absolutely crazy. But, yeah, I it, mean, it's like, anyway, mm-hmm. you know, so I think. I'm starting, he's still good though, Donovan Mitchell. I'm like the, he's starting, been really good since the bubble. Donovan Mitchell. Uh huh. Average twenty six last year. This is where this is where it gets tough. What did mm-hmm. Jalen Brown average? I, I want mean, to say the number two option on that team. I want to say average twenty two. Um, he but averaged like, last year was it was twenty three point six, so twenty four. I feel like he's just not quite as good. At, he's as also a not a good ball like. He has good ball handling moments, Beal. and he drops guys, but he's not a good ball handler. Like, like, I think, I just feel like Bradley Beal is the perfect shooting guard. Okay, wait, so who are you starting? Donovan Mitchell? Donovan Mitchell. Just, uh-huh. I mean, and his shooting is very underrated. Yeah. Um, And then, I think I'm going to bench Bradley Beal. Oh, yeah. Just because, like, a great scorer, perfect for any team. So, yeah. Yeah. I like, mean, any team can use a Bradley Beal. I don't feel like Jalen Brown fits everywhere. Yeah. I just – sometimes Jalen Brown looks like he has literally no clue what he's doing on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Like, and, like it's, and he just has a dumb, the dumbest turnovers ever. It's just like, oh, my God. And it's, crazy. you know, Jalen Brown and Bradley Beal are like this – like, seriously, like, so close. Like, if you're ranking shooting guards, they're probably right next to each other. Yeah. And if account for, like, age or potential, like, Jalen Brown wins. So, it's hard. Like, don't get mad at me. But I just think Bradley Beals is such, like, a much more refined score. Yeah. I mean, he did average – they average the I – I think they average the exact same. I know. But, game, but whatever. Next year, I just think Brad or uh, Jalen Brown is four years younger. He's gotten better every year. Every year his career, he's gotten every year of so his career, true. he's gotten better. So I, was, I just don't know about that. Yeah. But, so I mean, next yeah. year it might be a different story. But. If Jalen Brown is on the Celtics, I'm taking Bradley Beal. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I see, I see it both ways, yeah. but I think okay. Brown Mitchell is a pretty. So easy now start, we but. have NFL rankings to get into. Yeah. Um. Do you want to take – we have top 15 quarterbacks and top 15 running backs for today. Don't want to mm-hmm. make it too extensive. Yeah. Um, And then we'll do obscure stat of the day. But do you want to do it in, like, threes? 
threes. Maybe, okay. Maybe you, and you want to count back from fifteen? I like nah, that idea. You want to count back? I like counting back. Well, nah, yeah, we, and then you I can like start with your. Uh-huh. You can start with your honorable honorable mention. Oh, That's true. always fun. True. Okay. You want you want to start with running backs or quarterbacks? Uh, quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. All right, you go first. Honorable mentions. All right. Honorable mentions: Mac Jones and Jalen Hurts. I mm. think both of them at the end of this year will be top fifteen. Um, but it. Just... I don't know if I've ever heard you praise Mac like that. Well, I don't. He's not like. I don't think Matt Jones has the potential to be like a great quarterback. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. So I to think... be fair, last year, like some people t- are talk about him last year, like he was like really good. But I mean, I watched all their games, and I'm like, you know, he was good, but he wasn't really, you know, yeah, he hit some he nice was... throws, but he wasn't incredible. But I, I still think he can be really good. But and um... Jalen Hurts, I think the production will be just too much to ignore after this season. Yeah. But at, at the same time, I don't think either of them are valuable enough to a team. I think well. Mac will be better than Jalen Hurts his whole career. And then back. 15, uh, I'm going to go 15, 14, and 13, and then we'll, we'll switch off. Um, yeah. 15, I've got Baker Mayfield. I think, hmm. you know, played with a torn I labor like last year. Which is funny because I was praising him and you were, like, crapping on him the other day. So, I find that funny. Well, he's still not like. Good. like I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you think I was talking about him. Like he was a top ten QB or something. Well, I think the top thirteen is like good quarterbacks, and I think like fourteen to twenty in the league today is like mediocre. Yeah, I guess. And so, you know, you can put Kirk Cousins here. You can put either Mac or Jalen Hurts here. You can even put Carson Wentz here. Did you but put Carson Wentz at like, 14? No. Oh. No. Um, but I think Baker is consistent. And I think Baker – I like Baker in Carolina actually a lot. Mm-hmm. I think Baker is going to have the chance to showcase his talent. And I think he's – about as average as it gets in a good situation, which I think puts him at 15. And then 14, I've got Tannehill, who I think is severely underrated. Yeah. He's and and he, he just he had a really a bad playoff game. He plays really a role. Yeah. I I understand that. And he he's a role player despite being a quarterback, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And no more AJ Brown or Julio. Got Traylon Burks though, and Robert Woods. But he's got Traylon Burks. He's got Robert Woods, and got I got Nick Westbrook, Akina. You know, okay, stop, <laughs> stop talking. Um, you know, I think in a Mike Vrabel offense, he's just so consistent. If you aren't taking into account the playoff game against the Bengals, he just—I mean—he mm. does his job. He executes perfectly. And he just, I mean, like, what more could you want when you're putting the load on Derrick Henry and Tannehill can just make plays for you when you need him to? I think that's why he's 14. And then you kind of step into a, a higher tier at 13 um, with Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Um, led that team to the playoffs. 
with very few weapons. He's a great thrower. He can improvise. Tears the Chiefs apart twice a year. Even His though we always sells him. His defense sells him. Um, yeah. but he's great. He's just not, you know. With Devontae, he, does, he, might he be just that doesn't. Guy. Have, he just doesn't have that star power. That like ability to make crazy plays. He just makes the right play every time. He's always been think, average above average. I think average it's, it's so valuable, but he can't go higher than 13 for me. Alright, so so what mm-hmm. you got? Alright, my honorable mentions are Kirk Cousins and Ryan Tannehill. Um, did you have Kirk Cousins as your honorable mention too? No. Uh, okay. I mean, I consider putting Wentz, Tannehill, <clears throat> or sorry, Wentz, Cousins, Mac Jones, and Jalen Hurts in mm-hmm. the top 15, but Jeez, that would have been – anyways. um, Yeah, I got uh Tannehill and Kirk Cousins in my honorable mentions. I have Mac Jones at 15. Um, Like I said, you know, didn't – he did a lot of – he did a lot of good things last year, but did nothing too crazy. I think with Josh McDaniels not as the offensive coordinator, he'll be a lot better next year. Um, He's a lot yeah. better weapons. The offense in general is just Potentially better. no offensive coordinator. Well, our offensive coordinator no, – I mean – I mean, there. Bill Belichick said he's not announcing one, but it's it's Matt Patricia, um, from what I've seen, which doesn't really make sense because he's a defensive guy. But obviously, I don't know anything about um, him just in general. So, um. By the way, I I didn't I didn't mean that I was gonna put Cousins, Hurts, Mac Jones, and uh, Wentz all in the top oh. of the team. I just I debated the like Mayfield and those oh. four guys for the like the last spot. Oh, okay, all right. Anyways, yeah, Mac Jones, 15. I think will be a lot better next year. Got Taekwondo that were in, traded for Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, and Jacoby Myers, uh, upcoming receivers. You know, I think it'll be a still lot better. Still bad, but better. Still, he still needs that guy, but I think one of those guys can be that guy. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've seen a lot of good things from Taekwondo Thornton in camp as well. So, uh, 14, I have Jameis, Jameis Winston. He was pretty good last year whenever he um, played before he tore his ACL. I don't think that Tony ACL will really play that much of a part um, in, affecting, in, in affecting his play, but he's got a pretty good offense. They got Chris Olave. They have Michael Thomas coming back. Jarvis Landry, obviously. Um, I just think he's in a pretty good position to succeed. And he really he cut down on the, he cut down on the interceptions last year, and that's what he really needed to do to be good. So I do think uh, full season Jameis could be a lot better than people think. Um, but yeah, four, I- or uh, mm-hmm. That's just crazy. Like, I love Jameis, but, like... Cool. I don't as a person, but as a quarterback, I do. Anyway. He eats Ws. Dude's, yeah, dude's funny. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie with you. But yeah, um, so I, I like that, but I also, like, wouldn't personally do it. But I, I respect Okay, well, that. good thing we're not the same as that person. 13 we is are, Derek Carr. The same person. Um, 13 is Derek Carr. He carried, He literally carried the Raiders last year. Their yeah. team, dude, that team, their head coach, obviously John Gruden, you know, not the greatest guy, you know, left in the middle of the season because of that. Darren Waller was hurt. His number one guy was Hunter Renfro. He's pretty good, but he had basically nobody else other than that. Um, Hen- or Well, he had Henry Ruggs, and obviously Henry Ruggs is in jail now. Whoa. Um, Just had everything going against speed. him. Just had everything going, going against him, and he still made the playoffs and had, and had a chance to beat the Bengals. That's just like I don't know. That just went went a long way for me respecting him as a person, as a player. But like, so I do think with Devontae Adams and that college connection, he could be really good. But 
So that's my uh, bottom three in the top 15. But Yeah, it's like – I think with Derek Carr, if you look at his stats, if you look at, like, all quarterback stats and, like, production and winning and all, all those things and you just don't have the name up there or, like, you can't watch any film, Derek Carr is, like, top 10. Yeah. But – but it's just like Derek Carr just isn't a top ten guy, yeah. For whatever reason, he just like he's not there for me. Yeah. So next three, uh, twelve. Well, get through these a little bit faster. Eleven and ten. We spent um, like five minutes just doing the bottom three, by the way. So. Yeah, I've got Dak Prescott at twelve. Great thrower, but his teams don't perform. Um, you know, I think ever since the ankle injury, his mobilities it's not bad but it's not like an asset of his um if Uh that makes sense yeah i think he has a questionable deep ball at times dak yeah at times at times Mm -hmm. and he he questionable decision making at times other times he's like super consistent but when he's on he's actually like crazy good like but he just the team doesn't perform all the time. The coaching's bad. I, I think he's got a lot of stuff going against him, but he it seems like he compounds issues a lot, and he he can be a detriment to that team. And so, mm. you know, you think of him as this consistent guy because, like, he always produces. But, like, in terms of the team winning, like, it hinges on him and Zeke's performance. And like they both, the both of them are very inconsistent. Okay. Um, and then I got Matt Stafford, fresh off a Super Bowl win, but and everybody's got him higher. I'm very low on him, but he just again, he's just not for me a top ten arm. You know, mm-hmm. the mobility is not there, which you kind of need in a modern quarterback. Um, he can get, he can scramble, but he's not. He definitely doesn't have the legs on him as a lot of other guys. And he also, you know, great arm talent, but, you know, forces the ball to Cooper Cup a lot and doesn't, like – I think his track record – But it's fine if you force the ball to Cooper Cup because they just won the Super Bowl. Oh, no, no, I know. But it's just, like, I don't think he – I don't think he was the playmaker on that team. I think – Yeah, I guess. I think he did his job. Well, and, Tom Brady's never the playmaker, and he's won seven Super Bowls, so. And and made the throws that he needed to make. But, like, the production wasn't crazy, especially outside of Cooper Cup. It wasn't the playoffs. That's true. But, you know, I, I just don't think Stafford is. Especially because okay. you can't just go based off of last year. Mm. Like, you kind of got to look at career as a whole. Yeah. And I think. You know, bad situation in Detroit, but just not like he would have never been a top. Well, I mean, I guess he would have, but he would have been not in the top ten really. Because he had no Detroit. But yeah, so we saw him play, but I still I'm not as high on him as a lot of people. Okay. And then at, at ten, I've got Tyler Murray. Hmm. Um, just think he's super talented. It's like the the debate between him and Stafford is that like Stafford won. Stafford, but like Murray's production and some of the throws that Murray makes are just like on another level. Like Stafford was making the throws, but not 
nothing nothing crazy. Whereas yeah. I think Murray's a legitimate playmaker. And that's that that's just so valuable in the modern NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh just signed a new contract. I think if they can work past, work through some of their late season struggles, I think Kyler Murray takes it to another level. I think he's like the next Russell Wilson type of a guy. Yeah. Great deep ball as well. So I think I think that's that's where I stand on Kyler. Okay. All right. At twelve, I have Deshaun Watson. Um, bro hasn't played in a year, almost two years now, or uh, that's not really true. It's like I guess it's a year and like whatever four months, but year and a half, let's say. Bro hasn't played a year and a half. I just don't. You just can't tell. I'm obviously he was very good when he played, but just the fact that him him not playing, uh, it's just I don't know. And there's been a lot of guys that have ascended up the rankings while he's been out, so. I'm just not going to say too much about him. I'll wait till he actually plays. And he's not even going to play until week seven. So, you know, still, I'll have him ranked low until actually he actually proves to me that he can still be that guy, that $230 million guaranteed guy. Um, number 11 is, uh, I was about to say Zach Wilson, but obviously not. It's uh, Russell Wilson. He is number 11. He's, you know, last couple of years in Seattle, he's been on the, on the decline. He has not been nearly as good as he has been, you know, back in, you know, 2014, 2015 years. So I just don't think he's going to be nearly as good as the, as those uh, past years in Denver, but with those weapons, maybe. But still, just all the guys that have above him have proved to me that they can consistently be good and that they are better than him. And then nine is Dak. Um, I think Dak is honestly you mean a little... 10? Oh, yeah, sorry. Ten is Dak. I think Dak is uh, a little bit underrated. People underrate him a little bit too much. Um, I mean, he had a really good year last year, and he obviously was having a really good year in 2020 before he destroyed his ankle. But, um, I mean, you know, this year I think he could be really be really good with CD and obviously Zeke and Tony Pollard, a good running back duo. Michael Gallup, they just extended. So I think he is a, he is a bit underrated in that. He does have – when he's on, he can he looks like a really good quarterback. And especially in that, you know – they're, I guess they're a little bit better with the Eagles, but in that, you know, Commanders and uh, Giants, the Cowboys can be a little bit better, and because it, and that can be because of him. So, um, that's my that's my twelve through ten. All right, so at nine, I've got um Russell Wilson. I think, you know, he's not the top five guy that he used to be, but I think a lot of his like so called decline last year was a product of Pete Carroll's sort of decline hmm. and, you know, bad defensive play, battle line. Or play. that he messed up his finger. Messed up finger. Like, there, there was a lot Wait, of did he stuff. come back at the end of the year? I don't remember. I forget. But I don't, I don't think it would have mattered. I think he would have played pretty mediocre. But I think the te- one of the best people throwers in the league. He did come back, yeah. Um, great. Oh, he played a lot less. Escaping. He only got hurt like a couple weeks. Great at escaping the pocket. Still had production despite like some struggles. Mm-hmm. And I think like he is due for a bounce back in a great system in Denver. And uh, yeah, so I have him, him at nine. And then at uh, eight, I've got Joe Burrow. Um, I think Joe Burrow coming off an appearance in the Super Bowl. Also, one one thing, 
one thing, Russell Wilson passed over for over 300 yards once last year. I think that's a product of Pete Carroll not being a good coach. Well, he's been a Pete Carroll his whole time, his whole career, so. Well, I think Pete Carroll was horrible last year. Like, people used to think Mike McCarthy was a good coach in Green Bay for a few years. People were Cowboys won, like, 12 games last year or 11. A coach, a coach can decline, too. I know he can. I know they can. A coach, a coach's like schemes can start. Mike McCarthy is. The Cowboys literally were a playoff. They won their division last year. They're a playoff team. They're not even a bad team. Because they were so much more talented than every other team in that division. Um. Anyways, uh, Joe Burrow coming off a Super Bowl appearance played great in the playoffs. Just it played great in what was it, Week Seventeen against the Chiefs? Yeah. Um, End of the Chiefs season. I think. I think he's still yet to prove a lot in a full season. Like he wasn't great at the beginning of the year. He was mediocre, not including Week Seventeen off. Wait, and, what? You said he was mediocre, not including Week Seventeen. Well, he was good, but uh-huh. he wasn't like he. People are calling him like top six, top five. I think he was about. Do you remember what he did against the, the freaking Ravens both year both weeks? Okay, a few good or a few great performances aside, everybody has great performances occasionally. He passed her over three hundred yards six times. Okay, that's a. I think he. I think for the like the rest of the season, not week seventeen on. I think he was about a top ten guy. Okay. And well, then from the... week 17 on, he was, like, top six, top five. But in so the playoffs think... he played. That's In the playoffs is where people were like, oh, okay. Well, no, I know. And and so that's why I have him an eight. I think there's a lot of guys ahead of him. I think he's getting bumped down one because of Deshaun Watson. Um, and, yeah, I think he's great. I think there's – he can improve upon it, especially with the great roster he has. I don't think he's an elite, elite, elite level guy yet. Um, seven, I've got Deshaun Watson. You know, hasn't played in a while, like James said, but the talent is unmistakable. Was a top five guy for me before the suspension. Yeah. He was, probably, he was like three or four, I think, for me. He's amazing. People were talking about him in conversations with Patrick Mahomes, which shouldn't have happened, but if the if the Texans were good, he would he he would be, you know, but they were four and twelve, so he reflects that conversation. It it reflects, you know, how amazing he is that he was in those conversations. I know he hasn't played in a while. Still quite young. The arm talent's great. The escapability is great. He's a top seven guy. Okay. Um. Let's see. I am. It's nine. What is it? Nine through seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number nine for me is Kyler Murray. Um. Like Nash said, just the ability to move and just move in the pocket and obviously in the open field is just crazy to me. Might be one of the most elusive guys. Maybe with uh with Lamar, he might be the most elusive quarterback in the league. I just think that really. Goes goes away and just showing how good he is. Obviously, he's got uh paid as well. Number eight is Stafford. Although Kyler too, 
you know, second half last year kind of crumbling. He was the MVP candidate the first half of the season. I don't really know how he's going to bounce back from that next year. And the Cardinals offense really doesn't look great to me with D-Hop out. Um, just Rondo Moore is whatever. Marquise Brown is whatever. James Conner is, you know, I guess pretty good. But I don't know. But that man. offense just... looks great. Like, when Hopkins is back. I think that offense looks great. Like, Marquise Brown is a number two guy. Rondo Moore is a three. You've got the old and the young tight end. James Conner out of, like, with Hopkins, that offense is crazy. I mean. I think it all fits perfectly together with Hopkins. I mean, last year, DeAndre How many games did D-Hop play last year? He was bad last year. Yeah, last year, D-Hop was actually horrible, so. Guys are afforded a bad year. I don't. I, I think people are but so when D Hop is like on. but when D Hop is thirty whatever uh you know, thirty something years old. How old is he? He might be twenty nine. He's thirty years old. I just don't know, man. Coming off sixty. People 16th, are so quick to move on though. I don't know. Well, I'm not moving on, I'm just saying. Anyways, Kyler nine, Stafford is eight. He actually went crazy in the playoffs. The divisional game against the Bucks went crazy. Um championship game played all right. Second half, or I guess I'd say the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl was crazy. Um, obviously, that connection with Cooper Cup. I'm not taking his connection with Cooper Cup away from him because he's literally, you know, half of it. So I'm not just going to say, oh, he's Cooper Cup, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's the one throwing him the ball and putting Cooper Cup in a good spot yeah. to succeed. So, you know, I'm just saying. That's, that's fair. What I'm just saying. That's but, fair. Um, yeah. Uh, seven is Lamar. I mean, he was injured last year. He was injured last year. And when he passed the ball last year, he really wasn't great either. I mean, remember the Browns game on Monday Night Football, I think it was. Might, it might have been Sunday night. It was Monday Night or Sunday Night Football. Bro, it was just – or not bro. It was Lamar and Baker just going back and forth throwing picks, and it was just a horrible game. And Lamar, like, yeah. this last year, he wasn't – I mean, like I said, you can, he really was not that great last year. I mean, even though the, the, um, the Ravens were winning games, it's just like – I don't know. So man. you've got the former MVP over or behind Joe Burrow. The former MVP. It doesn't matter. He won MVP like a million years ago. Uh, yeah. Last year, okay. dude. Last well, year, Brown. That Browns game, twenty for thirty-two, one hundred sixty-five yards, one touchdown, four picks. Okay. Ow. It's there's some bad performances. Mahomes had some bad performances. You want me to so name like, another bad performance? Josh Allen lost to the other Josh Allen. Like, uh, they scored six points in that game. It, know, it, 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 it happened. But anyway. Putting him at seven so, isn't like saying he's horrible, dude. No, I'm still I know, he's really I know. good. Just put it, putting, him, putting him. Burrow had such Burrow a much. Me, Burrow was so sense. much better than Lamar last year. So much better. Lamar was hurt. Flooded, yeah, I know. Like, but even even know. when he was hurt, Lamar was or Burrow was better than Lamar. Yeah. All right, just go. What's your top six? Just All go. Right, just six, give me your six. I've got Tom Brady. Okay. Great production last year. I'm not taking away what he's done. It's just eventually the age is going to catch up to him. He almost retired like twice last season. Twice. Um, wasn't I? I don't understand what happened. He retired and then he, he just retired. Then he came back. But then, yeah. Well, he almost retired regardless. I'm and pretty sure it's his last season. Do you think it's his last season? I don't know. But 
clearly there was something to suggest he might not be playing again. Him so retiring, I mean, him retiring and then coming back has nothing to do with anything. I, if I anything, think if anything, it shows he has more drive to win. I think it has a reflection on like how his talent might be progressing, or in this case, regressing. And not to say that he's gonna like hit a wall and not be good. He's a great player, but he's the greatest player. But he he's in a he's got so many weapons. Like I don't I don't feel like all the production is offensive stack. It's him. Offensive stack. And he's not, you know, he's not the playmaker. He's not the great arm talent. He's, he's not never the, been the playmaker. He's never been the great arm talent. And he's always been great. He's been matter. a playmaker before. I don't. I don't care. The, some of those throws he made, prime yeah, Tom guess. Brady were unreal. He's just not projecting him to next season. I don't love him, and I don't think he. You're would. saying you're saying Tom Brady's going to decline. Is that I what think, I'm hearing? I think. I think when you watched him play last season, last he had year great he... games, and he had some really like. Some stinkers. Last year, Tom Brady some, barely missed winning MVP. And he had some throws where it was like, okay, Tom, getting a little old there, buddy. He literally and, barely lost MVP. To, he had 43 okay. TD. He was first in TDs and yards. Okay. You can keep arguing with me. He's still great. I just think there's – I think he's six. I, I don't think he cracks the top five. I don't, Looking I at his game log. I think one, he's elite. I don't think he's like – unbelievable top tier talent anymore like uh, looking at his game log he had one bad game and that was that the nine and nine to game. nothing game against the saints what about the game against the packers where he threw a bunch of picks the packers didn't was play that two years ago year. that was two years ago that was that wasn't that was rogers that threw all the picks they the, the bucks beat the packers in the regular season two years ago <laughs> I'm losing, okay. I'm losing my mind. Okay, your your Brady take is wrong. All right. No, my Brady take Johnson. is not wrong. Brady is. Sick. You're saying Tom Brady is gonna decline next year, dude. <laughs> I'm not saying he's Tom he's Brady. Sick. He's not the. He's not the Just best he, player in the league. I never said he was. Just because he's he didn't not have as the good talent. as Rogers. He's never had the, the arm. The arm talent of all the guys I have above him, and some of the guys I have behind him, is not. Close to as good as Brady. He makes the throws. He's as high as he is right now because of his greatness, his longevity, and his and stack he's still offense, good. and his ability to get production off a of checkdown. Like he's oh. he's good. He's not. Oh my god. He's not right, the top level talent that he a used to be and b like is. Wait. All right. So you like said... he's compared to these other guys, and then I've got Jackson at five, Lamar at five. That's yeah. gonna make you angry Passing that I have Lamar three. over Brady. Huh? Lamar over Brady? Gonna... Where do you have Lamar? I have Lamar at five. Um, Lamar at five, and then Brady at six. I I still like Brady. Like I think Brady is a tier above Watson at this point. I think. The next, like, Brady is the bottom of a tier. But, like, I think he's still in the top tier of guys. He's just at, like, the arm talent takes it, like, is a subtracting factor. And we're measuring talent, not, Tom like, Brady, performance. 
Tom Brady of his first unintended air yards yet last season. And you're saying he got all of his stats off checkdowns. For what? He was first in air yards. So that the amount of the distance that the ball goes in the air when you're throwing it, that is... It's because his receivers are nuts. What? It's because his receivers are open downfield every play. Hold on. It doesn't mean he's still not checking the ball down. It means he's throwing the ball a ton. He still is. He's not checking the ball down every oh – They're not God. handing the ball off. People are still point. saying this in 2022 that Tom Brady's checking the ball down. That's crazy. I'm not saying he's just a checking the ball down. I'm saying he's not top-tier thrower. <laughs> he's sixth. He's sixth yes, best he in the league. That's the reality. <laughs> First and completed he's area. <laughs> Intended air yard. He what was. Air, what what was he in actual air yards? First. <laughs> Pass yards. Okay, listen to this. Pass yards after catch. So like yak. This is the yak after catch. So the receivers get the ball and they run. He was eleventh. He wasn't even top ten. Listen to this bias. I'm not. You were talking what? to me about being biased. I'm just stating the facts because it's just crazy me that people still hate on Tom Brady's passing. I'm not hating on 20, Tom Brady. 2022. I'm not hating just on Tom Brady. Just sitting all his stuff off a check down. This is crazy this is to me. Ridi- I, said, right. I did not say it's you said, stuff you said a Brady, check down. You said Brady, Lamar, and then who? I've got, Bra- I've got Lamar because he's an elite talent. More talented than Brady right now. Okay. Brady's as, never been as, the most talented in the league. Brady has never been the most talented player in the league ever. Exactly. So he's at six. This talent, isn't the talent rankings. This is the best QB rankings, bro. <laughs> Two completely different things. If you put any of the five guys on the Bucks, they're all performing better than Brady. Lamar is not. Oh, my God. Lamar, <laughs> Lamar is not. Aaron Rodgers Lamar is not. Lamar is. They're, they're, they all, okay. Lamar Jackson, elite talent. Had a bad he can't throw year. the ball. Yes, he, he can. can. Oh, not nearly as much as he can with as Brady can. Not nearly as much. He's like a Brady, and he can run, and he doesn't throw the ball quite as well. You're saying he can. He's you're saying like he can Brady, throw the ball just as good as Brady. He's fantastic at checking the ball down. So you're saying he can throw the ball just no. as good as Brady. That's literally what you just said, bro. All right, who do you have? You have Brady. You have Brady, Lamar, and then who? And then Rogers, two-time MVP. Rogers is four. Crazy arm, unbelievable improvisation. You talked about two time, two time, two time MVP. Okay, you were questioning me so much. Like uh, I have six is Burrow, so Herbert is five, and Allen, Josh Allen is four. What? Josh Allen? Yeah. You got Brady ahead of Josh Allen. Look at the stats. Brady was better in almost every category last oh year. Oh my gosh, bro! Look at the stats. Look at the stats. Okay, then don't. I don't care. All right, bro. Six. Like I said, bro. Six. Herbert. Five. Watch the game. I didn't. I didn't want. I watch all the games. I didn't want to put Her- Herbert at five, but um, I just. I still love Herbert, but I still think top five is pretty God, good for him. Bro. Allen three. Allen, Allen what's your top three? Four. Or Allen four. Yeah. What's your top I've three? I've got Herbert three, Allen two, and Mahomes at one. Okay. I think. I'm... I think. I think Herbert throws. So he or Herbert is like Aaron Rodgers, but he's in the prime of his career right now. Okay. And so I think that's the, the separation. I think Allen 
is just a unicorn, and Mahomes is the most talented football player to ever play. Not, not by like he's uh, Mahomes does things nobody else has ever done. Okay, Brady three, yeah. Rogers two, Mahomes one. Let's move on. All right. Okay. Um, he's mad about my. You case. just let's just me and get on with stuff. All right. How uh, how how long how long is the podcast running? We're at like fifty minutes almost. Okay. All right, running back rankings. I'll go, you first. go first. All right. Uh, hold on. All right, running back rankings. I have two honorable mentions: Josh Jacobs and AJ Dillon. Um, are, are my two honorable mentions. I had AJ Dillon in my top fifteen. Then I then I uh, I think he's one of the better running uh, power backs in the league, and then I took him out of there. Josh Jacobs has always been all right. He had a really good rookie year, but since then he hasn't been nearly as good. Uh, Eli Mitchell is fifteen, really good last year. Tony Pollard, I think he's uh, – I do have Zeke above him, but I think he can be – I think, you know, if he got the amount of carries as Zeke, he'd be much better than Zeke, and it'd be pretty easy to say that. Um, but I've uh, – yeah, Pollard at 14. Rashad Penny at 13. He couldn't be stopped. Uh, 6.3 yards per carry last year. Could not be stopped the last five games of last season. I'll pull up the game log um, to just say how many yards he had last year. But just literally – could not um, have like 800 yards and he played like half the season last five games of last year 137 and two touchdowns yeah 137 and two touchdowns had one pretty bad game 40 yards and the last three games 135 for one touchdown 170 for two and 190 for one that's just crazy absolutely crazy and then before that he did not he got literally no carries the whole season or he was injured so once he gets actual carries and once he stays healthy, he'll be solidified as one of the better running backs in the league. But you can go Rash- on. Now. Rashad Penny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I I don't I don't you, hate Rashad Penny. You it's just not, don't you just, don't like putting him high because he's not a big name guy. That's your thing. Well, and the production isn't there. Yes, he was great in the latter half of last year, but it's like. Then why does it matter what he did in previous year? It doesn't matter. Like, like you just can't justify putting Tony Pollard and him above Saquon. Saquon was horrible Saquon. last year. Saquon is really bad and dealing with and can't stay healthy. Easily, I'll put him above Saquon. Easily, I love Saquon, like, but easily. That's crazy. Saquon is just more talented. It's not about talent. It's about who's a better running back. Saquon's full potential is when he's healthy, when he has a good O line. And when he can actually run the ball efficiently, but he can't right now. Maybe he can in the future, but he can't. Just because he's more talented doesn't mean he's a better running back. Go on. Okay. All right. My honorable mentions are Elijah Mitchell, because I think it's just so close with him. Um, and then another honorable mention is Bijan Robinson when he gets drafted in the NFL out of Texas, which he will next until year. Until a year from now, so nobody um, cares. He will be a immediately a top fifteen running back, no question, no question about it. Um, he's just a mega talent. Okay, who's um, your top fifteen? Top fifteen, fifteen. I've got Zeke. Bad last year. Efficiency not great, but he had a thousand yards. Right, the touchdown production was good. So it's just it's hard to take him out of the top fifteen. Despite, you know, when you watch the game, you're like, oh, wow, Zeke is playing terrible. Uh, 14, mm. I've got Josh Jacobs. Again, he kind of was hurt a little bit last year. He played with some injuries. It wasn't great, but 
had a great rookie season and he just flashes the potential of being like a hybrid power and elusive back. If he can start to catch the ball more out of the backfield, that would like, he's just, he's an ideal running back. Mm. And then 13, I've got James Conner simply because he was, you know, I don't, I don't love the player. Like I don't love the way he plays, but with Kyler last year, he was just fantastic. The production was good. The efficiency was touchdowns, basically. Well, he he produced. He got all the red zone touches. Three point seven yards per carry. Last year, that man made plays. He was a large reason at as to why the offense was like produced so well and was efficient. Like, there's just not much more to say. Okay. You know, I, I, I'm with you that, like, I don't love the player, but the production last year was too good to ignore. Okay. Is that your bottom? Is that your 15 yeah. through 13? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, my 12 through 10, I have Zeke at 12. Um, He just gets a lot of uh, – he did have – actually did not have that bad of a year last year. He had, I want to say, 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns. So, I was hating on, on him a little bit until I saw his stats. Yeah. I was like, okay, he wasn't nearly as bad as I thought, but – you know, he just gets so much. Yeah. Obviously, well, horrible contract. He gets so much, uh, so many carries. So many well, carries. yeah, it's like if you if you look at his PFF grade, it's probably not good. Like watching you the know, game based off of stuff off of PFF grades. When did I say that? You say he, that. This, you literally dude, said that. This guy. When we were talking about when we were talking about I've Trayvon Diggs, we looked at that. I looked at PFF and you're like, oh, PFF doesn't matter or whatever. All right. I said you can't base everything off of PFF, but I'm just making – I still had him at 15. But it's uh, – I'm just making the case that, you know, when you – like, I watched a lot of those games because I followed the NFC East because my dad's a big uh, Commanders fan. Mm. So, I watched a lot of those games. And you're just watching him play. It, plus, the AFC West had uh, the East last year. Yeah. So, I saw him play a lot, and he just – didn't look good. Like you watching yeah, him play, I mean, I agree with you. like whoa. Anyway, oh yeah. Continue. Eleven is um Eckler. Everyone says mm-hmm. he's overrated, I so he's not that. overrated every anymore. Um, because literally everyone says it. Where it's just the point where it's not like everyone knows it, so he's not overrated. But um, yeah. I mean, he's still he's really not that bad. I think he's a good running back for the Chargers. Gets a lot. Gets a lot of touches, and uh, he produces with those touches. But he's nothing. Nothing special. And then eleven or uh, ten is Javante Williams. He broke like the most tackles in the league last year, and still wasn't even the number one running back in, on his team. But I've seen, from what I've seen in camp, he has um, gotten the number one running back touches. He's played with the first team. Melvin Gordon has kind of taken a backseat. So I'm excited to see if the rest of tra- in the rest of training camp that plays out the same way. And um, I'm looking. Hopefully, he has a huge year this year. And when he was the RB one last year, when Melvin Gordon was hurt. Just a couple of games. Maybe it was only one game. I remember he was really, really good. So yeah. I'm excited to see yeah. what happens with him this year. Um, twelve. I have Saquon. You know, I know he wasn't good last year. Production the last few years, even with you know being plagued by injuries, hasn't been horrible. I think he just needs to. You know, I think the offensive line is coming along. I think this year is the year where we see if it was the rookie year that was a fluke or if he's just been having some bad luck. But um, I think, I think Saquon has the potential to be 
a great player. I don't again. know if he's gonna be good enough. I hope he is, but I just don't know what that horrible. And I think I think the talent yeah. that we see every year is enough to justify like putting him top ten at least for now at, in, in preseason when it like... seems like things are finally falling right for him. And then Eckler, I have him at eleven, like you. I think it's the same thing. I, I still think he's overrated. Just watching. Well, you're like just he, not. You're yeah. just not well, around he, NFL. Their production as much as he, I am. So. Well, no, I I think the issue is that he just can't run the ball. Like the production is great out of a running back, and it justifies being an eleven. But any higher as the running back just isn't fair because he isn't a runner. He's mm-hmm. a pass catcher primarily. And then 10, I've got Javante Williams as well. So good last year. You just want to see him get more reps. Um, yeah. And if he does, I think he'll blossom even into even greater than that. But, like, even going back to college, he, you ju- you can just tell he's a such a solid, consistent runner. Yeah, I agree. Um, that's crazy that Michael Carter and Javante at the same time. That, I always just find that crazy. But um, And who is their I, wide receiver? Um for in UNC? Yeah. Josh Downs? Or the other guy? Or another guy? Surratt. Huh? I think it was Sage Surratt. Sage Surratt? He was in the good. NFL. I think he was. He's great. Anyways, okay. Nine through seven for me. Nine is Aaron Jones. Um, I think he's a great, great third down back. He's been great pretty much every year. Not Maybe not every year, but he's been great the past couple years. Um, Eight is Najee. Wasn't really Did you that, hear that thunder? Uh we don't live. No, nah, it just hasn't gotten to my house yet. To each other. Think, but, that was um, wild. I did briefly hear it, but um what was I saying? Eight is Najee. He wasn't the most efficient runner last year, but I still think that um he did show a flash of the talent and that he does have it. He also had a horrible O line last year, like one of the worst in the league. But they did improve that O line and he does have the talent. Great power back, great power back and a great third down back, which it's kind of everything you want in a running back. So, obviously, a great receiver out of the backfield. Okay, this, is, this is breaking. Um, Frankie Montes and Luke yeah, Trevino no, are going to be. Okay. I was going to maybe say that. Damn. We, can, we, can, we can mention it at the end. Real quick. All right, yeah, okay. Real quick. Um, right. uh, real we quick. have, and like, then, yeah. who's, who's a seven for you? Uh, Dalvin Cook. Underrated. Wow. Wow, you have him underrated at seven? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay, wow, that thunder was nuts. All right, let's get on with this, Nash. Um, let's just, okay, okay you give me your 9 through 7, and I'll get my top okay, 6. so you our, our 11 through 8 were, like, the same. So, Almost 9, so. I have Aaron Jones. I think the production has been great under Aaron Rodgers. Great pass catcher. He does Wait, we have everything. the exact same, oh. 11, yeah. Oh. And then Najee Harris at 8. You know, he didn't look good a lot of times when we were watching him play, but the talent is they they force fed him. They force fed him. Yeah, he's he is a complete running back, getting so much, so many touches. He's back. He could work on his vision a little bit. He's destined to improve. It's hard to see holes when they don't exist. I mean, but there's been there's been moments last year where his vision, like you're just like. Why are you going that way? Like I remember, yeah. this is one play where he could like he could have easily gone out the middle and he like bounced it outside and got like tackled for like a three yard loss. He so does like, Wait, what are you to doing? bounce it outside. Yeah, like dude, you can um, run up the middle, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, um, let's go. Seven, I have Mixon. You know, he was great last year, fantastic last year, but I think that's coming off of like 
up to that point, his career had been entirely a disappointment. Because of injuries. Well, and just, you know, I think he had had a sort of a Saquon career up to that point. Not nearly as much as the hype, though. Yeah, not as much hype, not as crazy of a rookie year. But I think I'm projecting Saquon, like, Mixon's year onto Saquon this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I, I like Mixon. I just don't think he's... Like, if you look at the track record of his, like, entire career, I just don't think – I just don't yeah. think you can put him any higher. Okay. All right. I'm going to go through my six through one. Six for me is mixing, like Six through said. one. Yeah. Okay. Let's just get it. Let's get on with it. Six for okay. me is uh, mixing. Like I said, he's – or like you said, he's really good. I mean, obviously, he's been kind of rough the past couple of years, but he's just been injured. He – um, I remember he had a really good rookie year. Right, and then his second year he was like bad, and then his third year he was injured. It's just just been kind of rough, but um, if he does stay healthy, and I think that with that improved offense, he'll be better. Kamara at five, we'll see if he even like plays at all next year. But when he does play, he's one of the best, you know, maybe even the best behind CMC, the best uh, pass catching running back in the league. He is great though; can pretty much do everything. Five is Chubb. It's interesting with him; he's one of maybe the what? most. What? Or sorry, four is Chubb. Um, four is Nicholas Chubb. What? I'm just shocked by that. I thought you said you were pushing him to be the number one running back. I was joking. Anyways, Forrest Chubb, um, probably the most efficient runner in the league, can be partly attributed to him having the best O-line in the league, and it showed with Dearness Johnson and Kareem Hunt doing well, uh, pretty much as good as him when they do play. Um, Or maybe not as good as him, but, you know, pretty good. Uh, CMC is three. When he's healthy, he honestly might be the best running back in the league. You know, just him not staying healthy is just a big if. And it's just, I don't know. But he's incredible when he's healthy. Two is JT, obviously coming off a great season. Jonathan Taylor, really good O-line, so that can be uh, contributed to it. But um, still was average, average like, you know, mid-5, five, 5.5 yards per carry something last year, and he got so many touches. So, But next year, I, do, I think he won't nearly get as many touches because the Colts will be smart about him. And then um, number one is Derrick Henry for the Titans was like 10th in rushing yards and played whatever seven games so when you do that and if he stays healthy he's you know unstoppable so yeah. that's that's my list yeah so six i have dalvin Cook. i think so talented you know plagued by injuries but none other than the base was it an acl or an achilles uh in, i want to say it was achilles a bad injury to start his career. Been plagued by some more minor ones throughout the rest yeah, of Yeah, injuries career. have been a real but problem for him. But when he does play, he's about as consistent as he gets. Well-rounded. Do it all back. You know, he just – he does everything. Um, he's great in the five, screen game. His, like, when they throw screens to him, he's like yeah. – he's kind of unstoppable. He does, Yeah, he does everything well. And then Kamara at five, dude – Last, not last year, but the year before, he was yeah. the best running back in the league. Mm-hmm. He was RB1 in fantasy. Unbelievable in running and in the passing game. So versatile in a Saints offense that needs him to be very versatile. And so, I mean, wasn't great last year, but found to be great again. He was hurt last year, right? Or was he hurt? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he played injuries because like he was like questionable every week but like played a bunch kind of thing. Yeah. Um four I've got McCaffrey, you know, the best running back. No, top two running back when healthy. 
if he's healthy, he'll shoot right back up there. Not the great, still a great runner, but he's not like in the top tier of like straight ahead runners. But the passing game versatility adds so much value. Yeah. Um, three, I've got he's Jonathan Taylor. I think he's. I I would be prepared as Colts fans to see him produce a lot less. Yeah. Just because lower usage. Right on the top. And I, I I don't think, I don't think he. I don't think his passing game. He doesn't add a whole lot in the passing game. While the, still not being like like he's not dominant. He's not a dominant runner. And he's not like a great pass catcher. So I can't justify putting him ahead of Nick Chubb at two, who I think is just so talented in a in a rough position sharing the backfield with Kareem Hunt and with a weird coaching staff. Yeah. Um, but the O line's great and he's just so consistently good when he's healthy. So I've got him at two, and then Derrick Henry's just dominant. I, I think anybody who doesn't have Derrick Henry as the number one, like, real-life, not fans, like, real-life running back, he is lying to themselves because he's just that dominant. Yeah. He's unreal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I guess it's how you just say – it's just how he's going to come off his ankle injury. Although I did come back – he did come back in the playoffs, but it wasn't very good. But, um, yeah, so that's our uh, – Quarterback and running back rankings. Um, we have one more quick segment that you guys all know the obscure stat of the day. Um, the Can I go bo- first. Yeah, both of uh, ours are MLB related, so I'm excited. We 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 didn't give MLB a whole lot of exposure in yeah. the other two three episodes. We've yeah, we're this, think we're thinking but... we're gonna wait till after the trade deadline. Yeah, but um, and we'll and we'll give some uh, MLB. We'll talk actually. What? Yeah, no. Hold on. Just give me one second. Okay, yeah, but first, speaking of MLB, okay, speaking of MLB, a couple of trades just went down as we're recording this podcast. Trey Mancini go, going to Houston, um, big first baseman and outfielder slash DH from the, actually, I'm not sure if he played outfield, but uh, first baseman and DH from the O's uh, going to the Astros. And another one, Frank uh, Frankie Montas and Lou Trevino going to the Yankees. The Yankees get some more pitching. Yankees uh, also give up a couple of their top prospects, so a pretty big trade there. But a lot more will go down in the next couple of days, the next two, I guess, the next twenty four hours almost. So um, yeah, a lot to go on. But Nash, are you are you all ready? Yeah. Okay. Right. So in two thousand four, Barry Bonds had more intentional walks. I think I've seen this. Yeah. With one hundred twenty intentional walks, not including unintentional walks, so he had more intentional walks. And the leader in the American League had total walks. <laughs> Bro, there's so many, like, there's so many Barry Bonds stats you can just, that we could do for obscure stats. It's crazy. Like, dude was just actually insane. I mean, I don't even know what to say to that. But, I that's, mean, yeah. That's kind of. Special medicine aside, you know, <laughs> yeah. juicing aside, it doesn't matter. Yeah, dude, dude was insane. That's kind of funny because my stat relates to walks as well. <laughs> but um, it's the, a damn walk. All right, what's your stat? All right, so you know Greg Maddox. Yeah. Bit, uh, one of the greatest pitchers of the all pitcher. time. Yeah. yeah. Greg Maddox. All right. Greg Maddox faced twenty thousand four hundred and twenty-one batters during his time in the league. He played like twenty-two years or something like that. In those twenty thousand at bats, 
only 310 hitters saw a 3-0 count. And out of those 310 3-0 counts, 177 of them were intentional walks. So 20,000 batters, only 310 3-0 counts, and like more than half of them were intentional walks, which is just like absurd. It's kind of a – yeah. Yeah, this this is bad. when you actually had to throw yeah, these you like win. the four you pitches. Win. <laughs> Mine is cool, but I that's just absurd. Mm-hmm. Both is, both of them are absurd. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The the amount, is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Feel when when I pitch, I put a batter in a three zero count like half the time. <laughs> hey, not next um, week. Not next week. <laughs> I'm not gonna pitch next. Week. <laughs> no, you can. You can. Alright, uh let's let's just let's just end this thing before we before right. we just go on rambling. But uh, as you guys know, um yeah, okay. As you guys know, please subscribe to our YouTube, Takes from the Lakes. We're uploading the videos there. Um this will be available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, and Stitcher. And um yeah, I think that's that's about it. Um Nash. Yeah, it, there's a hurricane brewing in the background. Um not not literally, it, but Yes, suppose, suppose, yeah. Yeah. Suppo- no, it's a little hurricane um, going on. Anyway, right. we're excited to bring more news. MLB trade deadline coming up. Hopefully mm-hmm. get you some more rankings out in the near future. Um, some new segments potentially. And um, yeah, uh, we'll see you in the next one. Uh, yep, catch you guys later. See ya. <laughs>